Welcome to the podcast for WGTS 91.9's Gateway Fellowship, a weekly service for anyone of any faith that is ultimately about inspiring hope. You can learn more and find more messages like this at mygatewayfellowship.com. I want to share a little bit with you as we've been talking about getting out of the boat, walking on the water. If you want to walk on water, what do you got to do? You got to get out of the boat. All right, it's kind of a simple formula. Tonight, what we're going to talk about is actually focusing on Jesus. We've touched on bits and pieces of this story, and honestly, we could keep going on this for, I would say, another couple months because it's so deep. It's so power-packed with all this information. There's so much in there, but we're kind of just breaking it down bits by bits and bits by bits <laughs> and trying to, you know, get the main points that we'd like to share with you. And obviously, you know, we've been talking about different things, taking courage, take, having, having courage and taking a chance of getting out on the boat in the first place. Even if you fail, it's worth the risk. Taking a chance, giving, go, giving it all you got and, and just sharing on these kinds of things. Based on the story of Peter getting out of the boat, seeing Jesus walking on water and actually taking a chance of a lifetime and putting his foot on the waves and actually walking on the water. Peter, the coolest name in the Bible outside of Christ, he actually did it. And it's a a lesson to us to know that with God, we can do all things, okay? But there is a, there's a fine line in this story, and, and you know it. We've been talking about it and kind of just getting it stuck in our heads. And it says that as long as Peter's eyes were on Jesus, he was on the water. But the moment that he took his eyes off of Christ, what happened? He started to sink. So tonight, we're talking about focusing on Jesus. And we're going to go a few different places, but my prayer, as always, is that we'll end up at the foot of the cross. I know we're on time, so I'm going to try to wrap this up nice and short and uh, hopefully get right to where we need to be. So let's pray together. Father, we love you, and we thank you. We give you all the glory and the praise, and we thank you, Father, for the opportunity to be here once again. Lord, I just pray right now that you would be in this place, speak through me, be in every heart here, and... um, Have your own way. In Jesus' name, amen. So the story says this. They're on the boat. They see Jesus walking on the water, and Peter actually says, Lord, if that's you, tell me to come to you, and I will do it. And what does Jesus say? Come on. Come to me. You got to keep in mind that when the rabbi calls you and says, come to me, that's a big deal. And he said, come. And Peter listened. And we don't know how long, you know, I, we, don't, we don't know exactly what happened. But what we do know is Peter got out of that boat and walked. And as far as we know, is the only human being to ever do that, to stand there with God, how the waves are, are crashing around him. And he was focused on his Savior. He was focused on his God, the God who saw potential in Peter when no one else did. The God who said, I love you despite your temper, Despite all these negative characteristics that you have, I love you so much, and I just believe in you. I believe in you so much, Peter. You can come out and do this. And there they are, standing on the water, standing on the waves. And then what happens? He loses his focus. Now, what, what's, what's amazing to me is that as he goes down, what happens? He cries out, Lord, help me, save me. And what does Jesus do? Picks him right back up. I can't get that stuck in your head enough. He picked him right back up. He didn't say, you should have believed, you know. And people, no, I'm sorry. You know, he didn't do that. He said, 
come on, come on, I got you, I got you. Have you ever taken a chance, fallen, and you got back up, you had some people around you, loving you, supporting you? You've had that? And then you've also had some people who are like, just like that. (laughs) It's no fun. But God is a God of love, of grace, and compassion. And there's a lot of people who would try to say otherwise. But our God is the God who picked him right back up despite the fact that he lost. So there he is. He picks him up and then he asks him this question. Oh, ye of little faith. Pete, what happened to your faith? And then he says this, why did you doubt? And as we were researching, as we were studying this passage, this, this chapter, I couldn't help but think, what if that question was not, a, you know, just some kind of thing that we look at well you know he asked why did you doubt but actually get to the root why did you doubt and I think that's what Jesus wanted to ask us today why do you doubt think about it every one of us in our lives have things that have happened that have basically stripped away much of the joy of the adventure of, of, of the excitement of life. Why do you doubt? Why do you doubt? Why do you think that you can't do this any longer? Those thoughts came, come back into your head. The water's around you. The wind is blowing. But you remember, he's asking, why do you doubt? I'll be honest with you. Before my mom passed, I think I looked at things a lot differently. But when you go through something traumatic and, and, and it, it paralyzes you, And you ever find yourself saying, man, I just remember how I used to be. Anyone like that? I remember how I used to be. I used to just be, man, yes. I was talking to Sammy the other day, and I was saying how I just used to be so on fire for God when I first got saved. I mean, it was there in Quebec Terrace with all these Spanish gangsters. And I was just, I got saved, and all I wanted to do was go and hang out with them and tell them about Jesus. And they laughed at me. They thought I was stupid. They're still smoking. And I was just like, no, man, no. But I was just on fire. I just wanted to do that. And then stuff just happens, life goes on, and then you realize that somehow down the line, yes, this is Pastor Pete talking, who struggles, because we all struggle, amen? I mean, we all struggle. And you ask yourself, why did you doubt? Well, maybe it was because of this that happened. Maybe I, I remembered when I was a kid how no one ever told me they loved me. Or maybe I remember how many mistakes that I have that people don't even know of. I don't know why, but I did doubt And what I love about Jesus is that he calls us back in and he's saying, we can do this again. We can start over. This, the point of this evening is about hope, about perspective. Hope that things can actually get better. I want you to put yourself in Peter's shoes. You actually did it. You took the chance. You were on the water and then you fell. What's after this? What comes next? What comes next? Is, are you guilty? Do you feel ashamed? Or is there something in you that says, you know what? That was good the first time. Yeah, I messed up. But I think I need to get back up and try again. I think I need to take another chance and say, it's worth it. Hope. See, guys, what is going to define us, what's going to keep us going, is whether we're going to be hopeful people or people who have lost hope, people in despair. You can lose anything in this life, but if you lose hope, we're done. Hope 
is is the life force of who we are hope that one day things will actually get better hope that our best days are before us that it's you know that we're not going down we're going we're moving up hope that this is not the end that you'll see the people that you love hope 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 you take that away from somebody you you lost it all when you when you meet someone who is hopeless you meet a broken man a broken woman and i've seen it but then I've also seen the beauty of hope coming alive, resurrecting in somebody. And that's what I have to ask you. Do you have hope tonight? Do you have hope in your soul that God is not finished with you despite the fact that you might have fallen in the water? Your legs could still be wet. You know what I mean? But you can still have hope. And Pastor Terry said it beautifully last week. You know, we're not made to give up. You remember the beautiful example he said about the kids when we're kids we try to start walking we fall down and we get back up you you keep pushing you keep pressing but somehow along the lines oftentimes we lose that and we fall down and we stay down i know people who have fallen down and have been down for years they haven't got up to even try and the bottom line is guys we are going to make some bad bad mistakes but where's our perspective is it in I can, I can get through this. I can overcome through the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. We can, we can get through this. Or is it, it's, it's over. It's over. You see, sometimes, and this is what I love about Gateway, sometimes we just got to get right to the core of, of where we're at. Do you have hope or do you not have hope? If you're hopeless, then you're in the right place. And I don't have no magic words to say to you except this, that God picked Peter up he didn't give up on Peter. Peter messed up after that, you remember. Peter denied Jesus three times. And Jesus did not give up on him. He didn't. He called him back. And I want you to know this. God has not given up on you. I want to talk a little bit about our perspective. Some of you may say, well, I, I found myself being a man or a woman full of hope, but nowadays I just don't know what's wrong with me. There's two things I want to share with you. These are uh, some psychology terms. So I know Pastor Rojas and Dr. Johnson will know this. One is the law of cognition. Did anyone know what that is? Tony knows this. He's smiling at me with his, uh, he scares me. He doesn't scare me at all. He's one of my best friends. Law of cognition. You are what you think. If you wake up every day and you're like, man, I'm such a loser. (laughs) Today is not going to be good. I know what's going to happen at work. My boss is going to be angry. My coworkers are going to be backstabbing and conniving. I am not going to get out of this job. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. My family is still blah, blah, blah. You get the picture, right? Maybe it's better said, as the scripture says, as a man thinks. So he is. As a man thinks, so he is. There's a fine line between this two because then you don't want to get on the other side. I'm so great. Everything about me is awesome. Ah! You know? I don't know what that last part was, but you get the picture. It's about this, finding humility, finding Christ and saying, you know what? I'm a treasured child of the most high God. I'm valued by the creator of the universe. And I recognize that every single person around me is just the same as I am. I'm not special. 
every eye that I look into here is belongs to someone loved by Jesus. So it's this. You are what you think. Now ask yourself, what kind of thoughts have had the majority of control in your mind lately? What kind of thoughts have been possessing your head? Have they been negative? Or have they been encouraging and uplifting and, and, and strengthening you? Or have they been depressing? This law of cognition goes hand in hand with this, the law of exposure. I love this. This is rocking my world right now. The law of exposure is basically that as you think, oh, I mean, whatever you put into your mind, whatever you're exposed to more will shape and eventually form the way that you think and are. So what I put in is what's going to take hold and mold this being right here. What kind of thoughts have I been putting on here? And what I see, exactly. Things that I see. What have I been filling my head up with? Psychologists are, are just amazed at so many people who say, I can watch this kind of stuff. It doesn't affect me. I can listen to this stuff. It, can, it doesn't affect me. I can just listen to the words and I can just enjoy this or blah, blah, blah. But no, it's actually shaping you. Maybe it's better to say like this, whatever is good, whatever is holy, whatever is righteous, whatever is true, think on those kinds of things. What have you been feeding your brain lately? What have you been feeding your mind? It all boils back down to perspective. It boils back down to perspective. Turning our eyes away from our problems and back on to Christ. I want to share this with you as I conclude. I hope that this makes some sense. When I was a little boy, shorter than I am now, my family got obsessed with a story called Anne of Green Gables. Have any of you guys heard of that story? Anne of Green. Have any of you guys ever watched the movie? Do you know the soundtrack? I can't even hear the soundtrack. It makes, it makes me cry. I'm pretty tough, you know? It's beautiful. And my, my family got obsessed with this movie. We, we, we watched it, like, together. That's embarrassing to say. Like, I actually really enjoyed that story. My first crush was on the actress from Anne of Green Gables. <laughs> and somehow, my mom... Um, and I, I guess convinced you, Daddy, to, that, you know what, we need to go there to where the story is placed. That's when you know you really like a story, <laughs> when you like it so much that you're like, we need to go see this place. And, uh, and we did. My dad had this blue van, 15-passenger um, van <laughs> for five, fam- <laughs> five people. We're so Mexican. It's awesome. We had this 15-passenger van, and we would turn the seats looking at each other, me and my sister, and we would drive, and I would, like, air drum. I remember that. I was just a little boy. I was obsessed with Hulk Hogan and wrestling at the time, and every picture of the, you know, of that first trip. How I guess it was maybe, like, seven or, or eight. You know, I was doing this, and, you know. <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm going to show you guys next time. I have uh, some comparison pictures of, you know, because I, I did it this past time. Anyway, you know, we went up there, and um, that was a long time ago, obviously, you know. And, um, you know, my mom was, she had, a hard, she had a hard life. She went through a lot of different things, and she, she you know, she just went through a lot. And, um, and she struggled a lot with, with like, her perspective on things. 
it was easy for her to think, you know, that no one cared about her or that no one, you know, like loved her and stuff. I'm sorry. And um, she struggled with her faith, too, because she wasn't raised that way. And um, I remember um, kind of in, you know, the best that I can. This is like before all the drugs I did. But I remember being there. <laughs> and um, we went to this place, Prince Edward Island. And it's just beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And it's known for its beaches and this red clay that cliffs that it has. It's just breathtaking. And um, my mom, who was on her journey and struggling with um, loving herself and being loved, um, you know, she went to this part of the, the beach and we were all there together and I was like this little boy and I remember I remember things like her just like standing off to that cliff and just looking off into the to the ocean and you know you, those kind of moments right when you're just here I'm here in this moment I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm nowhere else those can be pretty rare for us sometimes our mind will be thinking of all kinds of things but I, I remember that my mom, I have this picture of her in Canada where she's just like this. Just, you know, worshiping. And I was a little boy, and um, I remember her saying, when I die, I want my ashes spread right here. This is what I want. And I remember thinking, that's never going to happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? And... um you know, when you're young and dumb, right? But my mom passed away from a brain tumor. And um, my dad in the rock of this family, Peter. His name is Peter as well. He took us there to honor my mother's wishes just two weeks ago. And um, we stood there to that same spot. And now I'm a grown man, you know, and with my, my wife, Sammy, and our family and nieces. And we, we stood there and we're looking. And I mean, just you want to talk beauty. It's the, these, I don't know what they're even called, like these tall grass just waving in the wind. It's just perfect. And uh, we prayed and we honored that and we cried and you know we cried a lot and uh, but then we also had this strength and um my dad who you know i'm sure probably doesn't even like me saying all this stuff says you know i don't talk about religion or politics <laughs> because you know everyone has an opinion and i i I try to follow that a lot except for the fact that I'm a pastor and I have to talk some religion. <laughs> but, you know, everyone has a uh, everyone has a view and you have that right. Um so when my dad I just say that to say that when my dad does say spiritual things it's like, whoa, you know, it's 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 huge. And he said to us as as we're finishing this in this beautiful sunset, he's like, "You know, you know this is not your mom this is not the end you know that right and we're just like yeah we know that that's perspective 
that's perspective that's getting out of the boat sinking falling and saying i'm gonna keep going i'm gonna keep going and that's what we're doing we're we're moving on not forgetting of course ever but we're living and that's what christ has called all of us to do to get back up to turn our eyes away from the pain away from the failures away i mean seriously guys some of you have had mistakes that you've made that you carry around all the time right you've carried that around for a long time and you need to let it go you have to let it go because in in all honesty what it really is is you're just looking at it the whole time you're just staring at it and you're just like staring into the dark and when you look into the light it takes a minute for your eyes to adjust but when you see the beauty of the light there's no going back to that so i want to encourage you guys today is to turn your eyes on to jesus whether you've fallen whether you're broken no matter what has happened turn your eyes on jesus take another chance at this change your perspective stop feeding your mind the foolishness that you've been putting in there we're all guilty of it whatever that is you know what it is and you you deal with that and all and also remember this that the way you think will define who you are You're a treasured child of the Most High God. If you don't remember anything else I say, you are a treasured child of the Most High God. Loved enough that Jesus Christ, the King of the world, the universe, thought that you were worth dying for, and he did it. You matter to him. So let's refocus our eyes and put them on Christ. Wherever life's journey is taking you, we hope you can find a home at Gateway Fellowship, a ministry of WGTS 91.9. We'd love for you to visit us sometime. Services happen each Saturday evening at 6. You can learn more about us and get more podcasts at mygatewayfellowship.com.